listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? I'm well, Steve. I'm good. Good, good, good. Perky, perky. You feeling perky? Don't hear that often nowadays, but perky. (laughs) Feeling happy. Full of ideas. Yeah, full of ideas, full of uh, inspiration. And uh, we've got quite a few nice things have happened. And uh, uh, it's all enthusiasm is coming out of every pore. I agree. I agree. Yes, um, it's it's an exciting time. There's there's new things that we're working on. Um, there's still things in the background that are, are sort of ongoing that we've been working on for a little while. It's such a shame because I know we talk about that we've got all these plans a lot and we talk about things that we've got coming up. We never really are in a position to actually say to people what they are. Um, mm-hmm. But there's there's one thing we can talk about today that uh, that we've been looking forward to chatting about. Um, but then the other the other thing the other changes we can't can't discuss yet just yet. I'd like to those to be revealed yep. at a later date. Um, so let's kick off with um, the first thing, uh, which is the new picture we put up. Uh, I said I think last week that we were going to be putting up a new picture, and it's these four pencil grey tone series of tutorials uh, on the mm. dark grey pastel mat. And that was the the girl in silhouette. This was the first picture you'd done with that kind of limited mm. range of pencils and that style that you wanted to start approaching. Um, talk to us about that picture because you were just saying to me how interesting it was for you to watch that tutorial back and realise how far you've come in 10 or so pictures that mm. you've done since in the same style. Because that one as well, you mm, started right. out with more pencils and then you realised you actually yeah. didn't need them. That's right. It, it's it's great. And people, um, if, if they've seen it, they'll already know about it. If they haven't seen it, they really want to because you've got Colin Bradley uh, is sort of most hesitant. I, got, I didn't have a clue. I got the picture which they can see um that i found on pixabay and i just come across and i thought god i like that that's really nice and i've never done anything like it before and i thought i wonder if i could do that so i studied it and i thought about it for quite a while thought, well yes okay but what what paper do i use you know what's going to be the best and then it was a question of what pencils do i use out of my four ranges of pencils which ones do i choose do i limit the range or do i um, you know uh have an expansion of different colors so these are my thoughts and it's nice to have that um and we've got a new project we're going to be talking about on the second half of this podcast and i'm in the same situation again i really you know what do i do i find that very exciting because it's very challenging and it's new, and I had two reasons for doing it. One, because I want to do it. Uh, it's great for me, and uh, it keeps me alive, really, and doing the things that I love to do. But the other reason is that I've, I think, wouldn't that be nice if I could show the students and the people who follow us, you know, a new idea? Uh, so this was how it all came about, and uh, I decided on the dark grey paper 
plastomat paper because I've used it quite very successfully on other things. And it seemed to lend itself really well. If you use a very light paper for that, you've got to go an awful lot of depth in it, you know, especially if, with the, all the dark um, brown, grey and the black that I used. So I thought, let's, let's come somewhere, you know, in between. And so we'll have the dark grey pastel mat. And I know, having experienced that the whites and the light grey, which I use, show show up really well on that so i thought it should work did a little bit of experimenting before i start you know just played with a, um, the, the dark gray pastel mat and a few pencils and i came to the conclusion yes it would work but we need a range of pencils i, I think i originally i got about eight pencils out originally different mm. grays different tones um and i thought you know to go from there so that's how it all began I'm going to ask you a question here. The mm. the intensity of the black, like when you're doing a picture that's a very dark background, and mm. given the rule of not putting down a black or mm. whatever because it's mm -hmm. too harsh, why would you that's still right. put a base colour down if it was dark, if it was black? Would, why wouldn't you just put black on dark grey pastel mat? Uh, that's really, that is a good question, Steve. I suppose the experience, really, when you look at uh, when you look at that picture... The, and when I saw the original picture, although it's, it looks black, it doesn't. It's not black. It's got a, a kind of tone to it. Now, as you know, black doesn't have that tone. It, it's just raw. So you have to put something down first to give you the tone. Um, but again, you can't have anything too light because if you put something too light or even mid-tone down, that's not going to – it means the black, when that go eventually goes on, it's weakened. So you've got to get that lovely little balance between it, something that's going to be wishy-washy, you know, by putting lighter colours underneath the black, or putting the black on, which making it too raw and too harsh. So I, had, I did experiment for a while, uh, and I found the best colour, because, as I say, I was playing on – a bit of paper. The best colour to use was grey. Now, the, the, the several dark greys we've got in the whole range, but we haven't got one in Faber except 175. And I could have used 175. I've done it many times before, which is a, like a, a dark sepia. Uh, but then I also, alongside that, tried the 229, which is the Creta colour, brown grey. And I, I looked at the, the, the two. I, I looked at the 175 with the, with the black on top and then the brown grey with the black on top. And I loved the brown grey with the black on top. It just had that beautiful, rich, dark tone that I thought that's going to be perfect. And as subsequently proved the case. Mm. So, so that, that's basically the idea. You, you should never put black on. I never, ever do that. So why did you take colours away? Why did you, like, because that's really interesting. <laughs> you, you would think, you know, going from four to six, you know, uh, six to four, like, why? Why, why you just can could you just not use these other two colours or three colours? Well, I could have done. Yes, I could have carried on using the six, the six colours. But they kind of become, when I started off, I was using those colours. And then I thought, what am I doing? Why do I need that? Because I did a section that just used the grey. 
and then the dark grey, brown grey, then the black. No, ah, hang on, that looks better than all those other colours combined. And uh, so I decided to, and it, 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 but it's obviously been really successful. So this is how things come about, really, Steve. You look at things, you think the least pencils you can use sometimes on that kind of thing, the better it will be. So that's how I ended up with those those, uh, colours. So how did you feel, how did you feel watching it back and then realising, like, what had you learned in watching that back and where you're at now? Well, the, the first basic idea, I had to learn how to work out the tones because I hadn't done anything like it before. When you haven't done anything um, quite like it, you, you haven't really got much of a clue. You're, you're floundering would be the word to start with. And I was floundering on the first half of that picture. Looks nice, looks great. Nothing wrong with it at all. I think it'd be a lovely picture. But if people go from that, with the four colours, which we suggest and don't use any other colours, uh, using the basic the, the techniques I was using on the lower part of that picture, then they'll be... I don't say they will look better, but if I did it again, it might have a slight improvement. Right. Slight improvement, but I don't think people would be able to see it. I might be able to, but I don't think other people... So there, there would be the less hesitation as well because you've done it. So people, that's the oh, interesting thing that people will find as they do these projects is that they they get mm. more and more confident with the techniques mm. and the, and achieving those tones as you go along. That's right. Well, this one that was a great picture, and we all liked it. Everybody I showed liked it, and I'm sure the students will like it. It's a quick one; doesn't take long to do. Um, you could do that quite honestly, easy in the morning. Three hours, I would think, top mm. whack. Mm. However, the, um, subsequently, I've done pictures which are very involved, really. The last one I showed you um, that I finished last week, oh. when I looked at that, um, if I'd have looked at that before, there's no way on earth I would have ever done it. I just wouldn't have done it. Thought, oh, no, no, that's that's, that's going to be too difficult. Because the thing is, with that, it was in a. It was. It was actually um, a black and white or a monochrome picture. It wasn't color. Some of the color pictures I've done have been color, and I turned them into monochrome. But this one was a monochrome, and I looked at it. I thought, the whiskers. It was, it was a beard. There was unruly hair on a man, and I thought, no, there's no way. I can't even. See. The only. I tell you, the, the medium that you could use, and that would be a pencil. You know, a fight pencil. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would even work in charcoal. I think you've got to, you, you would have to use a graphite pencil. Uh, but um, it would be very, very difficult to do, very hard to do. And the other thing um, that's just crossed my mind, it would have looked like a drawing. Yeah. As opposed to a painting. Now, what's the difference between the two? Well, one is a drawing where you're using graphite and you're, you're using harder lines, even though you pencil. All pencil work looks like drawings. You can't get away with it. It's, that's what it is. However, when you use the uh, combination of the four pastel pencils, you've got a sort of colour as well. It's, it's not a colour because you're looking monochrome, but it is a. There's a tone to it that is so different. 
And when people see the later pictures that I've done, it will gobsmack them. Yeah. And they'll, they'll have the same impression I had. How on earth could you do that in any other medium and make it look as good as that? Wouldn't be possible. Yeah. So you see how one thing like that um, uh, girl in shadow, when people see it and do it, they, they've got absolutely no idea as to the progress that I made. Because the second one I did was the um, the man. There's a man um, with a beard. Uh, do you remember that one? Yeah. And the hair. Well, that even knocked me off my, my stool, I tell you. I, I, when, I fit, when I was halfway through that, I just couldn't believe it. I stood looking at it for a little while thinking, how on earth did I achieve that effect? Mm. Uh, You're dumbfounded. That's what I was. I was dumbfounded that that the pencils were able to produce that kind of effect. Yeah. And it's gone on from there. And that that was the second one. Yeah. So... You imagine the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Yeah. Well, people, uh, people can log in and and check that out uh, on the website and and give it a go for themselves and and get started with these techniques and look forward to more coming because we have got more to add as mm. well. And there's going to be more too because I love the process so much that I'm on the lookout now. Mm. Is it one of the things you can look at too? Once you understand the principles and the techniques and how you to adapt them, you can look at a colored picture, turn it into black and white easily on a computer. It's not a problem. Mm. I, in fact, on my computer, I can do a, a kind of a sepia look. It's halfway between sepia and black and white. I don't know what to call it, but anyway, I can do that. And I can get that color pretty well. So that allows me to look at coloured pictures and turn them into colour. So, so it's endless, the amount of colour, the amount of pictures I could produce are endless. And I'm going back to them. But I've got a lot more on the plate, as you know, at the moment. Yes, yes. And we'll get to that um, in just a jiffy. We'll take a short break from talking about these uh, these projects to answer a question that came in from uh, one of our members and it's a topic that we thought we could bring back up as we haven't spoken about it in a little while in case anyone wants to be reminded on some of these tips. And that is regarding signing your picture. Um, mm-hmm. The particular member uh, sent us a, a question and said, I-, I want to sign my picture. Should I be using a pen, pencil, pastel pencil? You know, what, what, what tips have you got for signing a picture? And we haven't spoken about it in a little while. So let's just go over those uh, in kind of mm-hmm. a a summary of what you would choose to do, Dad, and uh, offer those tips to anyone that might not know them. Sure. Right from the beginning, when I first started, um, I'd looked at other people's, I'd looked at a lot of artists' work, and what I didn't like about the work was the signatures. Even in the professional area, you know, people, professional artists, some of them were, were slapstick, it was sort of scribbled on the picture and I thought well, that's not very neat and um, and others were too exact and it just didn't work but the thing that I didn't like on some of the more the amateur area was to sign the picture in a, a different medium 
For instance, watercolour picture could be signed in ink, pen, or pencil even. Now, I didn't like that. I didn't like the look of that. It just uh, it just felt different, odd to me. Just the way, and I thought, well, I'm not going to do that. Whatever I do, and because I started off with watercolour, in fact, I had done oil as well. But when I'd done my oil picture, with the, the only one I ever sold um, through the gallery in Gravesend, I signed that in oil. But everything else was watercolour, and uh, I, I used to sign in watercolour. I could, you know, you, you, you can easily do it. But I don't know why people didn't. But I insisted on it. So when I moved into pastel, I used pastel. And I've never signed any picture at all in anything other than the medium that I was using. I did a lot of pen and ink work, but of course I used pen, a pen for that. Mm. So that was that's my the way I look at it, Steve. I, I think that... But that's only my opinion, and uh, you know everybody is entitled to do whatever they feel it, it's right for them. So, but if you're it, doing it, a, wasn't right for me. A few questions: If you're doing a stick pastel picture, would you use a pastel pencil? Yes, because it's the same same medium, medium but same you have medium. more control mm. over a, mm. with a pastel pencil. Yeah, it, it would be possible to use a pastel, though. I've got to be honest, it would do. But um, it's a bit silly, you know, when you, you can get a pencil that will look better. Yeah. Yes, pastel pencil. And just to cover some other points, where would you sign a painting? Right. Well, sometimes, especially when I used to do watercolours and, say, the bottom of the picture, I always used to sign at the bottom of the picture. Some people sign... Uh, a little way up and they sign diagonally in all sorts of ways it doesn't matter i don't like to do that because i don't i think it takes away from the picture you shouldn't interfere with the image i don't think anyway again it's my own personal opinion um but what i i always sign at the bottom now if i've got a load of foliage or a load of detail on the bottom where do you sign it if you try to sign it in the middle of foliage it's lost you can't Mm. see it uh, so what I used to do is I used to, when I was using watercolour, I used to uh, use, I knew that I wanted to sign it and I knew where I wanted to sign it. So I used a kind of clouded look to one section, you see, so I could put my signature in it, a weaker solution. So it wouldn't be, even if it was a middle of uh, um, undergrowth, I'd, Make that just one one little area fainter. You can do that several ways. You could either do it to start with, or when you're finished, you can just water it down just a little bit and dab it off with a tissue so it becomes a little um, weaker. Then you can put your signature in. Also, um, what if you're framing the picture and you cut out yep. your signature? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's a bit silly, really, isn't it? And I don't think people appreciate that. Well, um, Where's your signature? Well, it's, it's underneath the mail. Don't worry about it. I did sign it. Oh, sorry, that wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> so, well, in the early days, I used to sign, make my own pictures anyway, my, my own frames. So I would always make sure that I saw the signature. I used to just like the bottom 
left-hand corner, bottom right-hand corner, away from the main detailed area. Interestingly enough, the picture, the dark um, pictures we're talking, the shadow pictures, they look really nice. If you have really nice, neat little signature in there, I use the white pencil for that. But I was using pastel map. Right, yes, yes. And you can get the white signature on the picture? Mm. Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, if you sharp the sharp belt, sharp point. Yeah. Yes, I've never had a problem with that at all, ever. Lastly, then, would you date your pictures? Well, the other thing, right from the beginning, I used to date my pictures. Up to, let's see, 1984. It was Colin Bradley. In fact, the first one was C. Bradley. I didn't... I didn't uh, put a signature in. It was C. Bradley, 1983 or 1984. And then uh, I had a visit from, um, what's his Noel Tatt. Now, Noel Tatt was a local to us, I think down in Dover Way. He was a, um, he manufactured greetings cards, right? And he came along to see me because he liked, it, it seemed my work somewhere and said, would you do, could I use your pictures as greetings cards? You've seen my snow scenes. I said, yes, of course you can. I'm very happy to do it for you. And he looked at my pictures and said, the only thing is, um, when you sign your pictures, can you leave the date off it? And I said, well, yes, I can do. Why is that? He said, well, if for any, any reason you don't sell pictures in your exhibition, and then two or three years go past and you put it out again and that doesn't sell. And then a couple of years go past, you sell it again. The impression people get when they look at that, said, oh, that was done six years ago. I wonder why it wasn't sold. It kind of puts a negative in. And I thought, hmm, that makes a lot of sense. So from that day onwards, I didn't date them. Interesting. Interesting. Not even on the back. But again... Nope. Nope. So it's up to people. It, it's always a personal thing, Steve. People like to do it. I did it, and I, I did it originally, and um, but I, w- I, I decided not to. Hmm. But that's me. That's yeah. the way I, I, I see it. Yeah. Interesting. Really interesting. Oh, good. I'm glad we went over those points. I think that's um, that's some really interesting information for people. Um, so let's talk about the, the last thing on our list today, which is really exciting. Um, I don't even remember how this came about now. I don't even I do. re- go on in. You tell the story. Cause I can't remember how initially this conversation started. Right. Uh, what happened was I was going through YouTube, looking through YouTube, different things, you know, the, my homepage, Oh, I wonder what's going on here. What's interesting? I, I'd often do that just to browse. I'm, I'm curious and nosy as well, knowing what's going on. And I saw this uh, picture of these coloured pencils. And it, the headline, I think, was the best coloured pencils ever or something like that. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And uh, I played the, the, uh, the clip. And it was uh, it was a... It was doing a like cartoon. It wasn't um, the sort of things we do. It was cartoons. 
and um, and I, I was very impressed. I thought, gosh, these these look good pencils. And I've been look at looking at coloured pencils for for a long time, and I've done some coloured pencils work, as you know. Mm. But I've never really thought of them seriously. I thought, no, I don't know. I don't know whether I like the idea of using solvents and this sort of thing. Uh, and anyway, how do you do backgrounds? And I put myself off them, and I have done for years. Anyway, then uh, I mentioned it to you. I think, I don't know, in conversation. I'll just say, hey, I saw these you sent me the, video. the other day. You sent me the video. Oh, did I? Did I oh, I sent you the video. Of it. I think you sent me the video. Oh, yes. And uh, and then the next minute I know they'd arrived on my doorstep. And this was a little while ago. This was maybe a month ago. Oh, yeah. Because oh, it's taken yes, us a little yes. while to, 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 to consider this. Um, but, yes, and, and the pencils were? Do you want to say which ones they were? Um, they were... Do you want me to tell you what they are? Yeah. <laughs> uh, luminance. Karen Dash Luminance pencils. Luminance uh, 690 something or anything. I can't remember now. Six, six, four, 6901 or 6401? Something sure. like that, Steve. Yeah. Anyway, Luminance. They, they call them Luminance. They're, they're referred to as that now. They're quite a, a newish pencil. I don't think they've been out very long. And those are the ones that were used in the video. That's right. Because this video really caught your eye um, about how they 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 blended. Well, I, yes, I uh, yes I, I must admit uh, it wasn't my kind of thing, and I would wouldn't do that picture. But it did catch my eye, and I thought it would maybe maybe I can adapt them. So that's it's gone from there. As I say, you bought me the whole set of pencils. Oh blimey! <laughs> <laughs> I've got to, I've got to, I've got to do something with them now. You, I can't just leave them if there. You mention it, Dad, it, You'll get the the biggest best set to say. All right, you want to uh, give it? A I, go, know, I know, I know, I know. I've got to be careful what I say. Careful what you wish for, isn't it? Well, yeah. As given but, with the what the recent package you got as well, that applies as well. You've got a massive load of stuff to to have a play with there. Um, I know. But that really opened a, a huge door to start investigating what could be done with these because we mm. had the pencils, but we didn't know what paper to use. And and that led us down another avenue of exploring mm. different papers. And the the paper that we're experimenting with at the moment is the Fabriano Artistico uh, 600 gram. It's very thick. It's almost mm. like a board. Um, oh, it's very much like a board, yeah. Paper. And that's we're at the stage now you've done a couple of little experiments uh for Mm. me um to show sort of how you're getting on with them and they're incredible Uh, it blew me away yeah the thing is i'm very 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 fussy really fussy and because I've got the pastel pencils and I've done watercolour and I, I know I know how how I want a picture to look. Now, although you say and told me these pictures are great, they're not as far as I'm concerned. They are okay as far as I'm concerned. So I need, just as I did with the, um, the dark grey pastel mat and the um, four colour monochrome uh, pictures we're doing, I have to work on them. Yeah. But it, I think that even if I, I 
attain the standard that I've showed you already, people are still going to love them. I think because so. Because a lot of people like coloured pencil work. And do you want to go on to the other one as well? The yeah, other, yeah. The other media. Oh, right. I don't want to give too much away here. Well, what it was, I did the, um, I did this picture. Yeah. It was a bird. It was a bird, yeah. And, uh, and I sent it to you, and I thought, and you said, wow. And, and you say, well, that is absolutely fantastic. I said, okay. Um, and I thought, well, do you want to leave it like that? White background? Looks good. Or do I put a background on? What do I, how do I put a background on? Well, I tried using the luminance pencils to the background, and I wasn't happy at all with them. Just didn't. I thought, they're not my kind of thing. I, you know, me and backgrounds, I love the backgrounds I do, and I think I'm good at it, and people um, are complimentary to me on my backgrounds. But So I have to do the same quality of background, don't I? I can't just... Oh well, I'll do. I'm not a that I do man. <laughs> this was interesting because this is what really took it from a drawing to a painting. What we're about That's to right. talk about next. Because that, when I looked at this bird drawing, I was like, this looks fantastic. It was very much a drawing. And I know that you wanted to turn it into a painting. Mm. So what did you do? And I can. And I have. But I still need a lot of work and uh, working out. What I did, first of all, I used the solvent. Now, I, I saw somebody in the internet using it. It's called Zest. And uh, it doesn't smell because some of the solvents are very powerful. And one of the reasons I didn't use oil originally was because of the turpentine. I couldn't take the smell of it. Oh, horrible. And... These solvents are like that as well. You've got to be very careful with them. Well, the zest is, is it is still a solvent, and it's still got a slight smell to it, but not that bad. So I got that, and I tried that, because I got all the brushes. I've got everything I needed for it. And I tried that, and I found it, if you're careful, you've got to be very careful, and I actually emphasize that. You can't dip it in the solver and put it on the paper. It just spreads like wildfire. But what you've got to do is you've got to use a tissue to take some of the solvent off. So all you're putting on is a very, very fine touch. And you can put it on top of all the, the picture you've done, and it just melts it slightly. It's a bit like, you know, sometimes when I've done pastel pictures, I've gone over it with a color shaper. Yeah. To slightly soften the edge. I did it with the uh, the um, shadow pictures a lot. And it just softens it. Well, that's what it does. The solvent does exactly the same thing, if you're careful. So I got over that, didn't I? I found that that worked really well. But I still have got a problem with the background. So what I did with you, I sent you a picture. When I'd finished it, I sent you a picture to say, I got a surprise for you, Steve. How on earth did you do that? It was amazing. Because you didn't know, did you? I didn't tell you how I did it. It turned it from a drawing to a painting. Well, how I did it, and this is going to plead an awful lot of people that listen to me now. I used pan pastel. I couldn't believe it. No, I'd had, I got, (laughs) and I got pan pastels, oh, five years ago or so. It's because I wanted to try them, and I got them, and they've been sitting on, in my studio all that time. And it just suddenly dawned on me. I thought, I wonder if I could 
I went through every combination I could. Can I use watercolour? No, that won't work. Can I use pastel pencil? No, that won't work. Everything. And I even tried putting the the luminous pencils on there as well and and using the solvent. That didn't work, as I wanted it anyway. So I thought, what do I do? And I'd seen somebody on the internet, another lady. I didn't like her work at all, and I'm not going to mention names. However... She used colour pencils and pan pastels. Uh, right, let's give it a go then. And it's absolutely stunning, beautiful. Yeah, the effects. So there you incredible. are. I've given all the secrets away now. <laughs> so the, the, this is the road now that I'm just starting out on. Now I am starting out, and I want people to know that that this is they're not going to see this. Oh, for for quite some time, I would think it, it, it's. I won't release a picture unless I'm really happy, one, that it looks as good as I can get, and two, people are going to be able to do it. Yeah. You see what I mean? There's no point in me doing it otherwise. They've got to be able to follow you. They've got to have to follow me. But I think they can because one of the things I've found with with the pan pastel as opposed to pastel pencils, when it goes into the paper, you can rub it right into the paper. It will still smudge a bit. You're not going to get out away with it completely. Um, but why I, I don't like it when, when I'm using pastel pencils because it's too smooth. It doesn't, uh, in my own opinion, I prefer to use the, the pastels, soft pastels for it. But in this particular case, it's delicate enough to complement the coloured pencil. And what that really did with the bird picture is that it brought the subject way out like it popped it like Mm. created that 3d effect because the background was so smooth that it really made the subject come to life that's right so it's 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 very exciting and uh it's another completely new avenue for for us and i I know people are going to love it because I, i guarantee Nearly everyone who's listening to this has got colour pencils, mm. and they've tried it, and they probably like me. And say, yeah, it's all right, but it's a drawing, isn't it? You know, it's not doesn't look real. Well, these look real the way I've done them, or when I'm going to be doing them, they look real. They won't take the place of the pastel pencil ever, because that is my number one. Won't take the place of watercolour. So it's another uh, avenue that we're working down and i think uh it's going to be very successful it's going to be popular a lot of people do it i mean in the internet the um it's all color pencils at the moment everything i'm finding it's color pencils it's some beautiful work out there absolutely exquisite work uh, but i don't think people are going to be able to do that kind of work it's too we talked about this last week didn't we too complicated uh and the skill level is way up high. So what I'm going to do is going to make it easier for people to be able to do it themselves and produce nice work and beautiful pictures. Mm. I'm so excited. Just seeing your earlier experiments blew me away. So I am really excited to see um, what you come up with next. And, And going back to the package that you received yesterday was a whole load of paper to to be experimenting with i've got a lifetime supply now (laughs) my lifetime supply (laughs) yeah you've got a lot there you've got a lot there so so look out for that we'll keep you posted with how it's going and checking in with um with how you're doing dad on on new pictures 
Um, mm. And yeah, that's that's it for surprises and reveals this week. But I've been really excited to share it with you. Um, like mm. I say, it's been something that we've it, that has organically come about in the last month, and uh, mm. and really excited to show people what you can do with those pencils. It's mm. Well, I've been looking for a long time. I've I've got coloured pencils myself, and people know all the cartoons that I did was all coloured pencils. Yeah. And uh, so I've used them before, and I've used watercolour pencils before, but I've never really, I've never really looked at them and thought seriously this would work. Simply because of the reasons I've stated Mm. that backgrounds don't work and um, very well. The only thing that I've got a problem. Not a problem. Something I'll be careful with is is you can't the white pencils, coloured pencils, whatever they say, it's very hard to put that on top of. Um, so if you if you've got white, you've got to think like watercolour. You have to leave it. You can't. You know you can't put it. There is a, a material called a gel a gel pen. Yes. Which uh, I was going to get hold of. And I'm not sure I'm going to use it because when I saw, I've seen it on the internet when people have done it, it looks a bit like a Tipex pen has been put back on top of it. Yes. Do you know the white Tipex? It looks like that. So I'm kind of like, maybe I don't really want to do that. You did but, mention about but, the general white charcoal pencil, that that mm, might that's it. That was just, I'm hoping that that might work very well with that. Yes. But I've got this is all down to the experimenting. But it won't go over the top of um, uh, if you've got a, a dark area, it won't go over the top of that successfully. Well, at the moment, but you never know what I might come up with. We'll see. We will see. But I, I'm really mm. excited for you, and um, I hope that the people listening as well are going to be excited to see what you you come up with, and we'll keep you posted. Surely. So, brilliant. Okay. Thanks, Dad. I hope people have enjoyed listening to this. I've enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed it? Uh, yes. Are you a bit <laughs> I nervous re- now? Reservation. Well, well I, I always am. But I find, I've always found in the past that uh, I've always taken the bull by the horns, as they say, and, and going. But, yes, I am a little nervous. I'm a little nervous that uh, ordinarily I'd play safe and not say anything about this I keep it in the closet until I've got it all right. But in a way, it's it's sometimes a good thing because it it it's making me do something now that, uh, uh, and I've got to make it work. I've got to make it work to my satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Even documenting your journey on this podcast is going to be interesting for people. Well, I think we could perhaps perhaps touch on because it's something so brand new to me, and I haven't. Although I've done experimenting. I haven't produced a picture yet, so it might be worth just taking a, a section of the podcast. How are you getting on, Dad? How are you getting on with this? Because by the time I speak to you next week, uh, at the moment I'm still trying to sort the paper out. But once I once I get at it, which will be probably over the weekend, I will start. I could by next week give you an update. Sounds good. I'd I'd like that. Yeah. And I'll, as you say, my progress, uh, I can also say yes, but, you know, I'm having a little difficulty with this and I'm having a little difficulty with that, but I'm getting over it and so on. So it would be nice to see, have that running progress mm-hmm. until we get to the point where, done it, 
it's all done. There you go. First picture. Yeah. Brilliant. That's that's a little way off yet, though. But uh, but it would be nice to see that progress. Mm. Well, everyone will have to tune in next week to find out how yeah. you get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, a cliffhanger, eh? Yeah, we'll leave him on a bit of a cliffhanger. Brilliant. Okay, then uh, we'll leave it there for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm a bit nervous, Colin Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.